so we're off. off. I, we're not doing the I normal know, intro. I know we're not doing. <laughs> well, I'd like to welcome our special guest. Yeah, us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> since we're since we're completely off the thing, I know. We, Did you forget how the intro goes? I have because it has been quite a while since it's just been you and I. <laughs> it has. It has. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, we we needed to just have a. You know, a comeback to Jesus meeting of just of just you and I. I'm a little frightened. I, which I, one of us is Jesus? Well, I you know I I look like him, but you act like him. So <laughs> I don't even know what to say with that. I'm gonna move along. Move it along. Yeah, I mean, we've had a great run of like some really awesome guests. Yeah, we have. I mean, it's, it's just been probably three months since. Yeah, oh God, it's probably been at least you know since the start of everything <laughs> of all this shit happening. We've, you know, and especially with a new board. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so we just, you know, bringing it back to old school. We are. And then we're about ready to have another run of really yeah. great guests, including Dave and, and Jesus from Martinez. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, uh, we're going to have the good cigar on. We're going to have down to the nub on. Yeah. Um, uh, we're going to have a ton of great guests on yeah. coming up. Yeah. We're going to have the cl- people of the collective smoke are going to be, we're now starting to do the yep. around the horn kind of kind of thing, yep. but uh, uh, as well as uh, we'd like to have uh, some of some other folks on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and just like last week, that everybody heard that you know we had one of our friends and one of our listeners, uh, Kevin. We yep. had him on, so we want to be able to do that yep. again because again, this is a show about the lounge, about the lounge, and about everybody out there who you know is awesome enough to give us a chance, and you know that's how we pay our respects and give back because that's what we are both the physical lounge and the virtual lounge. Yep. Yep. So, yep. But yeah, yeah. But this week it's going to be uh let's get back to base and see how we've been doing let's, for, let's get back to the I, basics I of love. We have had a, I, I would say stressful is not near enough term okay. uh, for us f- on what has been going outside of the mic time. Yes. But this is an hour time. On. Yeah. To, uh, to reflect, and I've always said, you know, cigars bring me back to zero. So this show is going to be bringing the show back to zero. Okay. Well, so. good. It's, it's good. Yeah, we are <laughs> going to smoke a cigar. Yeah, we are. And we are actually smoking one of my favorite ones that we've just recently brought in. We've had this one at the Conway shop for so a you, while. Do you like the um, the aqua marine blue? I do. How does this fall into your blue? blue. Is it, I don't know. This seafoam green. It's fucking blue. What are we talking about? Well, seafoam green. And aside, we are smoking the the Crux Epicure Maduro. It's not my favorite Crux. Which one's your favorite Crux? The LE. Oh, the LE is. I've I've always I I I had the LE last week. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this, this one is really good. But then I always remember the the Maduro, and I'm like, I don't know, this one's really good. But then I have the Bull and Bear. Crux is one that I've yeah. really enjoyed since we brought in. JJ is on him too, and um, we were talking about him the other night. Um, but I like the LE. Um, so he he was the that limitada is really good. <laughs> it's really good, and that's B, B is the one who said you need to try mm-hmm. um, the uh, the uh, the the limitada, and I did. And I know they're not that limited. So it's yeah. just a name. Once again, like Mark, it's just a name. <laughs> um, some things are limited, and they say limited, and some things are limited, and they're not. But it's a really good smoke. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, this this is the second time I've smoked the uh, sea foam green <laughs> labeled Maduro. I know, and it, and it's like it's a single band, but it looks like a double band. I know. So this is just hitting all your right, boxes. Right. If we could just throw down and in on my hands, it'll be strike three. <laughs> um, so uh, so there. Ah, oh, so, baseball reference. Baseball's back. Baseball's back. You know it's back because the Royals fucking suck, <laughs> right? We uh, we played we played a uh, we played a uh, scrimmage this week. 
The Royals and the uh, Cardinals did. Oh, okay. And I'm assuming you whipped my ass. Well, I wasn't going to bring it up, but yes, we did. <laughs> well, hey, I've lost to Cleveland Rain twice now. Yeah, I will fun. say, um, I, I watched part of the game last night, and we won off that new weird extra inning rule where a uh, runner on second started oh, the minor league rule started the 10th. Did they really do they implement that in the major league? I well, like that I, rule. Now, I don't know if it's forever or just for this just weird forever. 60 game season. Yeah, they uh, implemented But at the same time like like DH HL, I mean a uh, uh, NL has the DH this yeah. year too, I hate which that. Uh, a DL hate. for life or hate. yeah, DH for hate. life. <laughs> Did I say I hated that? <laughs> what the hell? I don't understand. Do you you play, but you don't hit. I don't know. Pitchers understand. pitch. Yeah, they bat. hit too. Baseball players hit. <laughs> I, that's, your quarterback doesn't take kicks. I mean. Well, neither quarter- do your linemen. I, I, well, my brother was a lineman and he was a punter as well. So, so at a time, he was the heaviest lineman in the nation. So. Should I congratulate him? I mean, it was. I mean, he made. I mean, I don't know if it was national news, but it was news enough here in, in Arkansas. He was the heaviest. Uh, he was the heaviest kicker. I assume he wasn't the heaviest lineman. No, he was the heaviest punter. Punter. Yeah. You said lineman. Like, well, he is a lineman. Was he the Wichita lineman? No, he was a left guard, but okay for Arkansas Tech. But he was also cool. the biggest, the heaviest punter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, well, congratulations. <laughs> I like your brother, so I'm not going to disrespect him. So yeah, uh, because that's my job. That's right. That's your, that is your job, actually. Speaking of brother, my other brother, um, which I guess he probably won't care that I say it. And if he does, I'll cut it out. Um, I'm going to be an uncle. Oh, congratulations! So, yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. So Sean, the uh, the 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 milkman baby, <laughs> the milkman baby, he'll probably care that you said that. Well, He's the short. I'm going to say mom would care that I say that. <laughs> well, damn, your mom listens. Yeah, yeah. Yes, he is the shorter one. He is the shorter one. And yeah. the rest of you are giant, full size. <laughs> We're adult size. Adult size. <laughs> He's he really. Be, yeah. You're going to have to cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah. So big. He's big, cool. He's a funny guy. I like him a lot. Yeah, He's it, a super. Nice it's been guy. a you know I like it, the rest of you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's been exciting. Uh, he just graduated barber school. You know, yep. he's the only barber I know that has two masters. Um, and then he gave it all up to be go become barber, which is awesome. Because Where is he working? Is he? Got he a, he's with uh, with uh, Artemis Cuts. Yeah. Okay. So cool. Yep. Cool. Good for him. Um, he. Um, wow. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to rub my like uh, whenever the kid is. <laughs> 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 You didn't notice it on the podcast, but I did give him the side eye, but straight on going uh, every bad. Going? Oh, yeah. Every bad habit that he, that the, my nephew or niece, I guess don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, has will probably come from me. I will say and Ian too. Ian's like me a lot. Yeah. Well, so my, my two nieces who are awesome. They're amazing young women. Um, and, uh, and, and Lauren, who's the oldest one has a very similar, they both have very similar sense of humors to me. Yeah. Um, which my sister who is, is one of the most amazing human beings I, I know, um, but does not. And, but we get just love her to death, but yeah. they do. And it's her curse, my sister's curse for being perfect. And, um, <laughs> um, so, uh, just, just love them to death. But yeah, I've, I've, uh, there's times when I've, uh, I feel the necessity to huddle up with them in the corner and explain yeah. 
shit, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is how it really is. This is the way this goes, right? <laughs> well, yeah, because you have that. You have the opportunity to be that cool uncle. Yeah. So I've always want. You know, yeah. I hope to. Well, you know. and my my youngest niece came. Uh, I don't want to say out of the closet, but was just talking about the way she loves. Uh, mm-hmm. She calls herself demisexual, which I had to Google because, mm-hmm. as I said to her. Um, we didn't have that many words when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured out that she, she becomes friends with somebody before she loves them, which is, yeah. um, for the record, the right way to do it. Yeah. And, uh, I said, uh, and I was giving her a hard time and it was just, uh, just always, she, her and I have always teased each other and, uh, uh it's just, it was just funny. I just. I, I, I am both the cool and the uncool uncle because I am the only <laughs> uncle. Um, so, but I've, I've, I love them to death. And they both have my sense of humor, which is my sister's curse, <laughs> which is uh, you say the most inappropriate things at the most inappropriate The times. single most inappropriate See, I, time. You're like me where you use humor in oh, like yeah. uncomfortable situations. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I, like, I mean, we've said before, like, we can find humor in. Yeah the most dire of things because that's just how I'm wired. That's how you're wired too. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't, I've always I said like, laugh. I, yeah, like I, I don't get, I don't get embarrassed and stuff, but I do, I can get uncomfortable, but like, you'll know when it is kind of uncomfortable because I'll, I'll do Make the joke, joke that was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I got to cut through the tension somehow. So hundred percent. And I, uh, and yes. Yep. So, she, the youngest one is now teaching and she got a job. She got a high school teaching gig or a junior high teaching gig uh-huh. first year of teaching. So, and then COVID and then breaks the, oh, wow. So she's teaching where Paula grew up in Decatur. And so she's excited. So the, now they both, one's an art teacher and one's a music teacher. So they're, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, school's right around the corner and we still, at least here in Arkansas, 10 seconds we, away. We don't know what we're doing yet. We don't, so it's no. like, I mean, I, you know, I, I call football games. I, I still don't know if there's a season or not. No. Uh, the AAA has said play on, but it's like, I don't know. It's one of those yeah. things are up in the air. I know I you haven't see heard some of the high schools uh, yeah. starting to cancel practice because they've had uh, yeah. students test positive. Yep. Uh, you just saw that Auburn and Alabama said that every student coming back on campus will test. Will oh, I didn't see the issue a COVID test. Really? Um, and like every student or every student, every athlete? student, okay. every single student. Wow. Right. Um, and so that's a, that's going to be a couple thousand tests, right? Yeah. Uh, 20,000, 30,000. Jesus. Are colleges really that big? I mean, uh, I didn't, I didn't, I, go, I, I didn't, I, I, didn't go I don't know about Auburn and, and, uh, Alabama. I'm just assuming, but Illinois state was 30,000 students. Jesus. Really? Yep. Wow. University of West, Wesleyan, uh, Illinois, uh, Illinois Wesleyan. I should get it in the right order. Cause it's important. Illinois Wesleyan university was maybe. 4,000, 5,000, but Illinois State, which was where I grew up at Bloomington Normal, when I went there was twenty or 25,000, and I think it's expanded to 30,000 So students. the population like grows ex- exponentially oh, sure. when no. season or whenever school is when in. You, when you live in a major university town, the summers are dead. Really? Um, you know, there's some college students because you have summer school, but in, you know, all yeah. the, um, whatever. But during, during uh, school season, yeah, it, it I don't want to say it doubles because we had we had State Farm there, but it would grow a good thirty yeah, percent. Sure, because but right before we moved to Little Rock, we actually almost moved to Columbia, Missouri. And oh sure. Like I, I don't I don't know of really anything else in Columbia other than the Mizzou campus. So that's probably a thirty thirty five. A lot of those are like Champagne's a huge. Mm-hmm. They have the the hospitals Champagne, Illinois, and that will 
<clears throat> seriously bump, right? It'll go huge. Like yeah. it's like dead. And then it's like, bam, yeah. right? Illinois uh, University or Illinois State, um, there was State Farm and country companies. And there were a couple other businesses. So it wasn't quite as, uh, as bad as some, but it was still pronounced. Yeah. Wow. Can you imagine if I, if we ended up moving to Columbia and me being a Jayhawk fan, like oh, I'd be, I'd be the only Jayhawk fan in sure. Columbia. <laughs> well, I guess opposed to my mom, she, she's Jayhawk as well. Sure. But I sure. couldn't do that. I, be- I, I would always saw her like, I would, I, I don't want to get in fights all day. You would have learned uh, some, some good lessons, either fighting or, or, or compromise. Well, I mean, I've, I've always been adverse in fighting anyway. So it's just. Sure. Sure. Um, so yeah, uh, so it's, uh, so the shop has been open now for a month and a half. <clears throat> yeah, I guess we, yeah, I guess a couple months, five maybe. weeks, I guess, or so maybe, um, yeah. you know, uh, the, the numbers keep going up really big here in Arkansas. Um, yeah, they do, uh, it, m- more in the North Northwest area, but little Probably rock, no. little rock is getting pretty big. I mean, it's getting everywhere. Um, so as of right now, we're still in phase two. I'm, I'm, I kind of expect, um, us to go back to phase one. Maybe I know shops in Dallas, uh, had a shut, uh, last week. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know how much longer, hopefully not because we are, we're open, but we're not a hundred percent open. We're at like 60%, 50%, something like that. Um, and it's been nice. It's been nice having, you know, your, second family back. Um, you know, the bullshitting is back and you know, it's, it's nice to see the familiar faces, um, you know, with with sports kind of getting back on there, it's starting to feel a little bit like normalcy. A little bit. Um, well, you guys got it configured. It's everybody spread way out, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. So you're not right on top of everybody. You know, it used to be everybody was, you know, yeah. And we'd we'd have to pull chairs out all the time to see everybody else. And now it's like, I've only had to turn away, uh, like people once I think, and it, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, they underst- understood, they understood. And it's like, it's trust me. It was like, it, it, it's heartbreaking because it's like, this is where they come to get away. And it's just like, yeah. I, I can't, I mean, my hands are tied. I literally can't do this, uh, but they understood. And so it, it's been nice, but, but, but what has been nice is like, even in the members lounge, it's been a little bit more lax where a member will leave and be like, Oh, you know, if Tim leaves, you're like, Oh, he can have my chair. It's no big deal. And it's just like a, you know, he's a pseudo by member just for, for that time only. So it's been, it's been Blast. nice, but, uh, you know, it, I, I am glad that whenever we were like shut, shut, um, lounge wise, at least it was really nice outside. So people could still enjoy yeah. it. Now it's, it's, it's miserable outside now. It's hot. So it's, uh, at yeah. least we're, you know, open to that, to that point. But yeah, it's been, it's been nice to have, you know, you're, you know, I get my regulars back in here on Thursdays and on Sundays and just yeah. seeing regulars and, you know, going up to Conway on some Friday nights and seeing them and just sure. hanging back. So it, it has been, it has been nice. Yeah. I know, uh, when it was on the Northwest, uh, side of the state or corner of the yeah. state, but it's not anymore. It's yeah, right it's, here. Yeah, so it's, it's so. well, I mean, I've already had my test. My brother was, had it, uh, two weeks ago and yeah. luckily he, he wasn't, he didn't have too bad of uh, of symptoms he did say that not having any taste was really disheartening because you know we're, we're a family of food lovers um and him too like he's a he cooks all the time so he's like yeah i just ate like plain chicken and rice for <laughs> like two weeks because i couldn't i couldn't taste anything so he lost like 17 pounds and then 
probably gained it all right back. All right back. Did yeah. he um did he get his sense of taste back? Yeah, he got it back, got the smell back and everything and so okay. it's uh, he's back to I guess being normal. Uh he's still, they were they're still watching out for him because he does have pre-existing conditions, you know, he sure. had the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma a couple sure. years ago, so. Sure. That's good. But it's been it's been good, I guess as, you know, par for I mean as good as it could be. Sure. Well, I know uh, I started to see online that there's a lot of the uh, cigar show cigars coming out. The PCA. Ah. Uh, rookie move. Man, uh, Justin and Eric would love that one. That's a good one. Jeez. Uh, oh. Wow, you're going to have to, like, throw those pants away. I mean, Not now, but later maybe. <laughs> Gator. Gator. I mean, it, it doesn't help that I only wear black. So, like, you can yes. always tell whenever I draw stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we're starting to see a PCA um, the, the show stuff, which, I mean, if you're listening to the show, you don't know what we're talking about is around this time every year is whenever cigar shops go to Vegas for the, uh, which used to be IPCPR, which is now PCA. And you get a bunch of the show deals. We are now starting to get all those in there because I walked in Thursday to the humidor and there's like 50 to 60 boxes of Perdomo. I'm like, well, you, <laughs> the show stuff is starting to roll in. Yeah, I know. Um, so that's all, this is always an exciting time of mm-hmm. year this next month because there's a bunch going to be a bunch of new cigars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what new is coming out. So yeah, so interesting. I know I, I was starting to see posts of you know, hey, this is hitting the shop. That that's mm-hmm. hitting the shop. Some Tatuai stuff. Some some of the new Perdomos or the the two new Perdomos, the um, uh, um, door, yeah, and some of those. But um, that's always an exciting uh, time of the year. Um, although, uh, you know, we're going to see that all through the fall yeah. and I imagine yeah. the COVID thing is going to probably lengthen that cycle probably all the way through TPE because yeah. probably some of them are going to push that off to, to, TPE. yeah, I mean, there, there, I know there's going to be some, um, that want to make that big showcase in front of an audience kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they either wait the full calendar year that hopefully PCA will get back up or, you know, they roll the dice and go with TPE. Um, you know, it's still, it's up in the air to see if that's going to happen or not. Hopefully it does uh, yeah. just for not, you know, the industry standard, but for us, because we have some cool stuff going along uh, with that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 it's always exciting around this time of year um, because, you know, we do our quarterly inventory, knowing full well that stuff is about to start coming in through the door. Yeah. Um, you know, I was here working Thursday and I walk in and there's five huge Perdomo boxes and it's just like, wow, this stuff is, <laughs> it's already coming go. in. Yeah. And we're starting to get, you know, like we got, uh, the Viva La Vida, uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago, I guess, yeah. which they're already gone. Uh, you know, that, that lasted a full week. Um, so we're, we're starting to get the newer stuff and see some new stuff out on the, out yeah. on the, uh, the shelves and it's uh you're gonna let me know when the martinez hits the humidor because i want to like yep. to buy some of those oh yeah oh yeah because you broke one of mine i let you smoke <laughs> I do. one I, I owe you i owe a martinez well no i don't i don't i just want to replace it i don't actually <laughs> you don't owe me any i just want to be able to fill it in um so um uh yeah so that that's going on mm-hmm. anything uh any any cigars particularly recently that you've been smoking or that you're excited about coming out recent or coming out in the near future? Um, it, I don't is is not coming out, but it's a new one for me, and we actually got it as a gift from one of our listeners. Was the uh, Protocol Lancero? Yeah, got that from John. Uh, got that in the mail yesterday. So everybody knows how much I love Lanceros, and I've never had Protocol before. 
So I'm really excited about trying that one. Um, let's see what else is out there. Um, I don't, man, put me on the spot. Mm-hmm. What about you? Well, I think. Well, I've been smoking a ton of the Soul and Throne, uh, Crook of the Crown. Okay, I know they do have a new blend coming and out. They have a new blend yeah. coming out, and I'm disappointed because I, of course, have zero access to it. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm excited when that does hit. Um, there's uh, We're smoking as the review cigar this week, the Valakari, mm-hmm. um, and I'm excited to try that. And that's actually back on LCC again. Okay. Um, and I've heard good things about that cigar. That was I was wrong when I said that was the one that they – some people were not liking that's the one that everybody's raving about. Okay, cool. And I, I have, I, I, I still think have, it's still in my humor. I still have not smoked anything from this month other than the fire. I'm going to have to find it. Tomorrow. So I've, yeah, it's, is it the one that's unbanded? The torpedo? So. Okay. Yeah. So it's in my lock, locker up here. Um, yeah, I, I guess, uh, well, actually, you know what? Um, Alec and Bradley, um, uh, they're coming out with a new one. I don't remember the name of it, but I've really liked their first two cigars. They did the blind faith and then they also did the uh, Gatekeeper, which I really, really love the Gatekeeper. Uh, if you're if you're a guy or gal um, who likes spicy cigars, Alec and Bradley do a really good, fantastic job making a cigar that is full of spice and pepper, especially that Gatekeeper. Sure. Um, I, I had the pre-release of the Blind Faith. I wasn't that really interested in it. It kind of it something was missing, but it was the pre-release when I when the full release came out, and I had it again. Man, it totally changed my mind. Um, really good, and that gate, cool. that gatekeeper, uh, the second iteration of their cigar, and then they got a new one coming out. So that's the one I'm probably most looking forward to uh, yeah. coming out soon. Cool. Yeah, I, you know, I've as strange as it was because when I my first show on here, I talked about the Tatuaje. I'm excited to hear what's coming out Tatuaje because I have not yeah. um, smoked any Tatuajes in a long while. Um, I've been on the Roma Crafts. Yeah, yeah you've been on, been on Romas. Um, and uh, I've been smoking some of the show uh, exclusives where we you bought the event mm-hmm. things. Um, and I've been smoking a lot of those, uh, enjoying those. Um, but I've not, and I know they've got a couple that are supposedly coming out. Obviously, I'm waiting for the fall release of the uh, uh, Saints and Sinners. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so what have you been smoking a lot of lately? Um, I have, um, uh, Crook of the Crown for sure. Uh, Viva. Yeah, for sure. Um, the rainbow for sure. (laughs) That's always me. I walk in and what, what's tonight. I've been smoking a ton of my Inejos, um, a lot. Um, that's probably it. I've been smoking a lot of foundation cigars lately so i don't have a ton of foundation and I, I hear a lot of people talking about those i have a couple in my humidors i'll bring some uh i got the wise man that's uh, what everybody i bring i bring one of those in. i've been um i'm full at home and brandon chastised me on uh, thursday when i was up here um that that's not i should rectify that and i said i'm working on rectifying that and his <laughs> solution and my solution were different what was his solution? His solution was I needed to buy another humidor. <laughs> and my solution was I needed to smoke what I had. Yeah. Um, which well, I can, I can always buy another one and maybe they'll send me two. They don't. The people who <laughs> who you bought a humidor from. They don't do humidors anymore. They don't do humidors anymore. Temporarily, yeah. supposedly. Um, although I was looking at Mario's online. He had a two-door one that was a little bit bigger than ours. Yeah. 
and was dual humidity control because he was saying, well, you want to keep your Cubans like I have Cubans. Yeah. But he's, he's Canadian, so he has access to them. Right. So, um, but it looked really impressive. And I was thinking. How big was it? It was a little bit bigger than ours. Okay. Just a little bit. But it looked pretty sweet. Um, and so I've been sort of. And we're talking about New Air. New Air is, is taking a hiatus from. Right. And I think his is based on some others. But I need to get my old one the size of New Air fixed. Yeah. Because the rail's broken. I just need to redo that. I just haven't had any time for that. The the new one, the new one that you have? No, the the wood uh, end table one. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the yeah, shelf yeah. I just need to fix, and I just haven't had time to do that. Yeah. I'm not really good at the woodworking thing, right? So I'll get you a name of somebody because I can't do it. I'm so I'm snowed. I'm snowed under. No, I know you can't. And so that's no. I just need to go do it myself. I have so many people that want stuff. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I haven't well, gotten I, numbers I, to I, anybody. It's, it's, it's a little Brand, Brandon. I had to go measure Brandon's house for new cabinets, and I'm like, okay, I, w- I am going to bump you to the top of the list just because. Well, I wouldn't have you do this because this is like this is like really small, but I can do this, but I just need to do it. So I built a, I don't need more humidors. I need fewer cigars. You d- do you have a place in your house where you can just build like a walk-in? Have you ever thought about that? Um, no, I've not. I don't need more humidors. No, I but you can, not, not more humidors. You can have like, because you sell I mean, all my other things. Yeah, but I'm saying like, if you have an office, that office probably has a walk-in closet about turning that closet into a humidor? I have two, but first of all, it doesn't help the resale value of my house. I could. You never no, know. No, it does not. Well, I mean, you could always no, take it, it down. it does not. Honestly, we're seeing, like, as somebody who builds a lot of stuff, people really love closets that are wrapped in cedar. Um, so that could just be a selling point. Um, it does not help the resale value of the house. <laughs> That's a nice thought. Um, no, I have not. I don't need more humidors. I need fewer cigars. <laughs> well, let's smoke more. I have, uh, I am working on it, but I keep buying. So I just <laughs> put a hiatus on buying. That's the reason I don't have foundation. I actually, this, uh, I, th- I think July, other than like my subscription, United. Well, other than my monthly subscription purchases that I have that are automatic, I, I have not bought a big purchase of cigars in July, which I'm kind of proud of. Um, you know, I paid my tab off at Conway, but I don't count that because I've already had those in my possession. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, oh, 20 Robusto United's, which was my big purchase of, wh- and which, then Martinez. I bought the, oh, oh, the actual United, the one with like the, the United Robustos. And then they throw in 10 of the pencils and five something or others. Cause I wanted to try some of the pencils and I couldn't have access to them. Um, that's, and then I had the Martinez ones, which I, I bought, um, which I wanted to, to, to really spend some time getting to know, which I do want to, since we're talking about Martinez, I want to thank a lot of our listeners, um, because I'm starting to see Martinez in our Instagram feed and stuff. So you're going to thank them for smoking really good cigars. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to thank them for yeah, no, smoking stuff that we too. talk about, especially, you know, that's grassroots kind of stuff. So yeah. it's cool. And I'm hoping, hopefully I everybody enjoys it as much as we have. Yeah. I do want to, I do want to call it out. Um, it's, I'm, I'm joking about that, but yes, uh, it, I do appreciate, uh, people taking a, uh, a look at Martinez cigars. They're mm-hmm. really good. So, yeah. um, and I'm hoping you're enjoying them as much as I am, mm-hmm. um, because I'm enjoying the hell out of them. Yeah. And so. let us know which ones uh, you do like, because the, the big debate still is flat iron or 45. Yeah, I, I I think we I, th- still, I think that's one of the things that we do agree on. Correct? Yes, we do. Okay. 
Right. I, I think we do agree the New York City blend, Queens blend. <laughs> no, no. I, I haven't had that one yet. So no, it was really good. Um, yeah, we both agree. It's, I think it's the 45. The 45 Maduro. 45 yeah. Maduro is spectacular. The yeah. flat iron's great, but I just, I prefer the, yeah. the 45 Maduro. No, I'm the same way. Um, and I, I, I like the 45 Natural as well, but um, the 45 Maduro is the best. Hey, you, I had, do, you had that last one. I'm excited to see, um, uh, you know me, I love, I love the um, small business. And I know you're the same way, and yeah. I love to see them getting out there. And I, yep. Um, getting, uh, getting some chance, getting some exposure. And yeah. I think uh, they got a strong enough product where they're going to thrive in that, that environment. Yeah. And we haven't talked about on news in a couple of months, but you know, there was a small 80 bitty victory with FDA of how you don't yeah. have to have the, uh, the stuff on the box. So the that, warning label the for warning now. labels for now. So that's, it's minuscule, but it's, it's a win's a win. Just take it, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth kind of thing. It might yeah. have malaria, but you know, it just, you, yes. probably, you probably don't get that reference, but yes, um, I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it wasn't, uh, there were some people who interpreted it as that yeah. they completely struck down the rule. They didn't, they didn't, no. they, they said you didn't follow your own damn rules, follow your own damn rules. And then they said the labels will not discourage people from smoking, yeah. um, which is, a, which is a good point, which yeah. I agree with that as well, because a cigar right. smoker is so a cigar smoker. They said, if you go follow your rules and then one of those rules says, and prove that the label will discourage smoking, then we'll, we won't yeah. say rule against you. But, um, uh, but we'll see what the, what, I, I what don't the ever, rules. I don't, as you know, this is towing the line of political stuff, which we don't do on the show. I don't ever see the U S becoming what like is happening. What like Australia does with like plain packaging and army green. No, like the same yeah, basic bo- block lettering. I don't ever see it coming to that. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, like I said, a small win is still a small Take win em. nonetheless. Yeah. I know they're in court now about the predicate stuff, so mm-hmm. it'll it'll be interesting to see. That's a much bigger fight to be yeah. honest with the warning labels. They were one thing they were right. Warning labels not going to discourage me because I've done the research. Yeah. So um predicate uh, thing is a much bigger battle yeah. in the golden era of boutique cigars. Yeah, that's and that's the um, main thing. And yeah. uh, it it is a um it is it's a vital vital battle. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm anxious about that battle. I'm not optimistic, but, um, you, uh, you fight every battle like it's, um, critical. This one is, Mm -hmm. um, because, uh, you, you know, you need to win. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, it's been a news story that's been on our last four things about the, about the (laughs) FDA. I think we've had on our, on our, uh, call call sheet, we've had like, New yeah. air on there, and just, yeah. we just never got new to air it. is temporarily out of the humidor business, uh-huh. right? We both have a new air, yeah, we and, both have um, one. So, and we, mine's so, functioning better. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and um, and so I have well, did you got a fan, didn't you? Did you? I did get a fan, okay. Did, did that, yeah, solve it, it? Yeah, it does, but now I can't put any cigars in my humidor. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, no, it's a little <laughs> tiny, like a big box fan. Yeah, it was a big box fan. No, it was a it was a uh, Zycar. That Adrian recommended. Okay. And um, so is it battery powder or is it have that like that thin tape? Um, it, it, it's uh, it's uh, it's solar powered. Okay. Ran by hamsters. <laughs> okay. It's battery powered. <laughs> um, it's battery powered. And um, it's about this. It's, I don't know. It's about this size. Useful. Yeah. It's, it's about um, uh, two decks of cards. Okay. And um, it's, you can move it around. It's got a fan that's pretty quiet. 
um, and uh, moves the air every 15 minutes. It absolutely works just, just as described. Um, I also recalibrated my, um, my, uh, uh, butlers, Boveda okay. butlers two or three times. And now they're reading a lot better. I also, um, Charlie recommended pushing the shelves all the way to the front mm-hmm. so that you push the door and the door pushed the shelves back to the absolute. And that seemed to make a difference. Okay. Um, they said that helped the air flow, flow in the back. back. Also took some of the boxes out and just stored the cigars, okay. um, to help airflow. Um, not, not, I, I I never, I've never asked John. you, do you, do you keep yours in the cellophane? Um, uh, I do. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do, I, I do too. So well. many different cigars. <clears throat> um, I don't want my grape and peach cigars and inf- infusing some <laughs> of my, um, margarita and lime uh, cigars. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that's a, that's a disaster <clears throat> waiting seen, to happen. I've seen Nick Perdomo's video on the cellophane and that, you know, whatever. Yeah. I just do. I, I do too, because it is, it's a, it's an extra layer of protection and it also, it's a nice little gauge to see some nice aging process to it. I knew you'd answer that cause you love the yellow cell. I love that yellow cell. <laughs> um, but they're designed to intake the humidity in yeah, and out. Yeah, it doesn't fine. actually in, 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 impact that supposedly according to other folks. I mean, you got to think like when, like in our humidor now we have tons of boxes, majority of those boxes are wrapped in plastic. I mean, it's just, you're not going to open up every the, single one. I take the, I take the plastic off of the boxes uh-huh. and I try to crack the boxes because uh-huh. the wood without question yeah. would impact the ability of the humidity to yeah. make it work. And, and then at some point then I take the boxes out and try to just leave the cigars, right? So liquidate the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To get it out. Um, and so I've been doing some of that. I have like uh in there, I have some L40, uh, Lancero brag about it. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, I've had them for a couple of years and I'll really um, brag about it. That's right. Motherfucker. And, uh, I have, uh, some, I still have the v- Viva, uh, Lanceros in there. God, those are so good. Um, I bought some of them in the side. Now I've got, I've still got the box in there and I, I need to take the box out of there, but those are big, long boxes that just destroy airflow. Right. Yeah. So I've been trying to, yeah, I think the problem I'm, is when you keep them in the box, then they, they tend to stay longer, mm-hmm. meaning I tend to not smoke them yeah. so I can age them better. Yeah. But then uh, as soon as I take them out, then I can see the cigars and then they call, Mark, you need to smoke me. You need to smoke me. <laughs> right? Calling <laughs> my name. <laughs> They're calling my name. Um, and I'm trying to, to smoke. You know, I'm, uh, That was the problem is I broke out those quorums out of, my, out of that bundle where I couldn't see them. So, that's good. I'm glad there you go. Kev. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you've done that. Right. <laughs> I had a guy on last night or on a, a Friday night. He was going, yeah, you, I've never had one of those quorums. Are they, are they any good? And so Kevin was on and I was going, yeah, they're really one of the best short fills out there. They're just, they're just top notch. And then Kevin was off and he goes, are the quorums really good? Fuck no. They're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're disgusting. Yeah, what are we talking about? I mean, it's, I was a little surprised that Kevin, have bought into that but uh, you know <laughs> but he threw it into the river so i feel like he he was onto the game pretty quick so uh so that's that's kevin so. i mean if, if i'm getting a bundle stuck stick i like our our second our first house blend. we have a couple house blends but our first house blend it's yeah those it's, aren't bad it's made by ashton i mean it's a really good well the bench made actually is a strong one too which yeah. is also a short fill made by ashton i like that um god who was it on friday night who said um the curly heads 
are just a surprising short fill. And yeah, somebody says you, 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 you don't know what it is. It yeah. could be Opus. It could be Although that's not a plus for me. Although they were all smoking, they were all smoking Opuses on Friday night. And they're they they love opuses and I, I all the due respect. I think you and I, an yeah, I, saying, I think you and I are in the I don't minority of that. I, I I like them a lot, but it just push comes to shove. Uh, I just every opus I've had just burns kind of bad. I mean, well, that's you know, um, Chris always says you know you know you know it's an authentic <laughs> shark when, <laughs> when when it burns poorly. Yeah, tastes good. Yeah, and then when you remove the label, it takes a little it takes bit of a little wrapper with it, <laughs> right? Yeah. He goes, "Oh, look at there!" It's that's authentic. my and that's my issue. I mean, because I mean, oh, that tastes you, good. You, you got to think when we do our reviews, we're I mean, one of the criteria that we base on is construction. I mean, that's half the that's half the grade. Yep. Um, so it's yep, hundred percent. And I really, I do like opuses. I think there was a while where they were coming out raw, mm-hmm. meaning immature um, yeah. or raw whichever word you want to use. I guess I'm going to use the word raw. Raw dog. Raw dog. <laughs> and so. Um, Which and, one of the words I didn't expect to hear you text me this week. <laughs> right. Right. I did. <laughs> there you go. Um, working on my vocabulary, Aaron. Um, Talk, so, talking like one of the millennials. <laughs> right. I am. Um, and they, once they have age, they're a yeah. very good cigar. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little more subtle. Um in my cigars. And that's why I like the Añejos. Yeah. Um, but, um, and to be honest with you, the way I found out about Opuses, there were some really high profile people who smoked them and they became very popular to smoke because of who smoked them. And if you want me to not be interested in something, yeah, have a couple really ho- high profile people smoke them and make it cool to do that. Yeah. And then I'm all out. No, I'm with you because I think the first time I heard about it was uh, Stallone was pushing it. Stallone because he said and it was Schwarzenegger like the, and the, Rush Limbaugh. The, yeah. The Opus Opus X yeah. was his favorite. And I'm, you know, it's, and that and was, I'm not criticizing those guys. I, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not, this isn't a political statement, but it just became very alpha male to smoke those cigars. Yeah. And I'm going, um, and there was a bunch of people who had no idea the difference yeah. between an Opus X and a curly head who were smoking them because yeah. they thought it was cool. Yeah. No, so. I'm with you. Well, speaking of cigars, let's uh, talk well, about the crux that we're having. Seafoam, seafoam green. I, so I love seafoam green color. Do you really? I really do. It's so like, how come you never wear it? Because I wear black all the time. But okay. I, I, seafoam green has always been a... Second choice? <laughs> if you ever had another choice of colors? Um, no, my other second choice would be uh, super dark gray, <laughs> almost black. <laughs> okay. Right. No, like, I, I mean, I, okay. seafoam green is just pleasing to look at. It's happy. It's, you know, and it, it really works well. The contrast between the real dark Maduro wrapper and this, and then this wrapper, it just has that nice yin and yang balance to it. I really do like that. Okay. Because a lot of times when you have a Maduro wrap, you get kind of a darker band with it as well. That's so I, I really do like a, a band that really pops off a cigar and this, you know, this really helps. So this is a, a if nigger- I told you this is a fake double band and how much that irritates me. <laughs> it's your favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. So this is a Nicaraguan Puro. Yeah. Um, uh, I believed 
had the has the touch of AJ Fernandez helping with the blend. That's what I've read. Um, he hand his, does that mean he flew over while they were blending it? What <laughs> does has, that mean? He has his hand in everything, right? Because um, this, this is a cigar. Yeah, I mean, this comes in a variety of sizes. Uh, you got Corona Gorda five and three quarter by forty six, a Gordo six by sixty, or Robusto. Uh, five by 50. So a true Robusto, which is really nice. Yeah. Uh, Robusto extra five and three quarter by 54, a Robusto extra old packaging, which is a five and three quarter by 54. I don't know what that means though. Um, it must be oh, the old packaging because they did change their label. Uh, and then the Toro six and a quarter by 52. Yeah, it's weird. So crooks kind of did a nice rebrand where their old packaging looked like a dagger, kind of like real medieval kind of Dungeons and Dragons. And now they switched to real kind of newer age, nice clean block lettering. It still have a, has a Pegasus on uh, this one since it is the Epicure. Uh, One thing I really do like about um, Crux is the way they do their packaging. Um, It has the, um, it has the tasting notes on the box which has been really, really nice. It's easy for as a, you know, as a tobacconist to um, sell the stuff because it's, you, you have something to look at. So on each box, it has subtle and sweet. Uh, you're going to get cocoa, molasses, and cedar. Um, and then also shows you the strength. So, so this one is a three quarter, but you know, if, if somebody comes in, and like, I want something woody, you know, I can put them more towards like the LE, the buzz light year. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, if somebody wants more of that cocoa, um, you Go know, this, th- this Maduro is really nice. So it's, it's, yeah. it's, it makes my job a lot easier when, whenever somebody comes in and they can visually see like, Oh, these are the notes I'm going to get. Now it's going to vary from, you know, person to person because everybody's palate is different sure. because you're not going to get like woody notes all the time because you just don't pick. That's just that one of those things you pick up. Right. But, seeing that on a box and the the presentation is really nice. So you have like, it's a 20 count box on the right side is loose, loose cigars on the left side is two is two five packs. And it's really, really nice because it's just easy. Like there's some people that like their allotment for the week is a fiver. Um, and so rather than it's just easy, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's soup. I mean, I wish more places would do that. So it's pretty cool that they have that market, you know, already kind of cornered. Their, their, their packaging is very tight. I agree with that. Yeah. It's sharp. And it it's definitely, and, and because, because they do, they, they just don't have a plain, boring brown box. They have this, they have uh, an orange one. They have the blue one, which is the bull and bear. The orange one is the guild. And then the black and cream is the LE. Um, and they also have a red one, I believe, which is the Connecticut, I think. I haven't smoked the red one. Um, I haven't, I haven't smoked that one as well. But I do have one. I got one. You know, I take it back. I did. I did have one uh, just a couple weeks ago because I know JJ smoked. I think the LE, and I was smoking the the red label at the same time, which I got that in a blind grab from uh, Tanner at Scallywags. Was so it good? It was. It was really good. You know, I'm I'm just now starting to come around on Connecticut's. I haven't. You know, it, Connecticut is still. It's not my you know soup du jour kind of thing. Um, but uh, it. I'm it's helping me work on my palate and tasting notes. Um, yep. but it, it is really nice. So it, that's, uh, Connecticut. I would definitely recommend. So it's your day of the soup. It's the day of the soup. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorite movies of all time. That's a, that's a movie. Yeah. So I, speaking of movies, um, so the, the owner of the wood shop, we were talking, 
about baseball season starting up and everything. And he was talking about, um, you know, all these baseball movies. I haven't seen a lot of baseball movies. And then he gave me a hard time because I've never seen Bull Durham. So it is now my really job to, I have you to know I'm not a movie guy. I have to see Bull Durham at some point this week and I'll, oh. I'll let you know on next week's show how it goes, but I've never, seen, never Bull, seen Bull Durham. Never seen Bull Durham. You know, I'm singularly not a movie guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen Bull Durham twice. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. As a ba- twice, twice and for a 40 year old movie. Wow. Pump the brakes a little 40, bit. 40 year old movie. It's like a 25 year old. Ah, bullshit. It had to come out in the eighties. No. I think Tim 90s. Robbins is like, is it Tim Robbins? He's like young ish. Young ish. I bet you it was the nineties. Well, this, we should be able to yeah, find if, this out. If only there was a way that we could find out when. Yeah. But he was kind of surprised. I've never seen that. And so then that, that kind of led us down the rabbit hole of how many baseball movies has Kevin Costner made? I mean, there's been a bunch. He's been in at least three that I can know yep. that I can name. Yep. So there's like a, for the love of a game, the 88. So I was right. I said the 80s. 42. Yeah. 40. No. 52. No, no, no 42. I, I was born in 84 and I'm 36. So it's 32 years old. Yes. Yeah. You, so you don't get the reference. Anything that goes that far, that high should have a stewardess and serve a meal. It's one of the great baseball lines of all time. Nope. Yeah. He's been on love of the game. Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. That's what it was. I was hoping you'd bail me out on that one. <laughs> Bull Durham. You haven't seen, have you seen Field of Dreams? Yes. What's your favorite baseball movie? You haven't seen them. Um, this my is favorite. the one actual thing where I... I would say growing up it was Sandlot because that's an easy choice. Um, I'd probably say 42. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not going to lie. It's not probably my favorite, but that's a good or one. Or maybe... Um, uh, what's the one where they did about the Black Sox, um, uh, with Ray Lolita and Eight Men Out? Is that, is that it? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. About about the World that's Series. A good one. Yeah, mine's the Natural. Dude. Such a classic. Good and so you you will know from my movie choices that I am like an old school movie. Is that the guy. one with Tom Selleck? Um, Magnum PI, where he goes to Japan and plays no, for the Giants. That's Mr. Baseball. Oh, see, I don't, I don't know baseball movies, man. No, it's the one that with Robert Redford, where um, where he's uh, it's the good versus evil one, or it's a shot and he like um, you haven't seen have you, you seen the natural? No, <laughs> good yeah. versus evil in a baseball. Yeah, like what do you mean? Like Yankees versus Dodgers or no, no. Which technically, I'd be both could be kind of evil depending on if you're AL or NL. So for before you watch Bull Durham, you need to watch the natural. It's one of the I great movies of all time. Well, I'll it's it's robert redford and he's uh he's a young he's a really (laughs) and uh he's um he comes up and he's like the natural and he has his the wonder boy bat (laughs) quit hitting the mic i'm giving the baseball signal And then, and then there's this woman, and then uh, it's very complicated. The Natural. You've not seen The Natural? No. All right. I'll, okay. So I have to now watch The Natural and Bur- Bull Durham. So yeah. I'll, I'll try to do Natural. Both. Seriously, dude. If you're if you're are you a film guy? Yeah. The Natural. Well, I, I say that as I'm like I've never seen that movie. I've never seen that. The movie. Natural. No. 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 But The Natural is like like the Manchurian Candidate and like like it's like a big time film. It's okay. not like. Bull Durham, which is a comedy. 
it's like a it's a noir okay. big time film. Okay. It's yeah. like Robert Redford, it's like a big deal film. It's like a classic. Is it, is it a big movie? Is it a big time movie? It's a big time okay. movie. Okay. I'm glad we got that cl- yeah. <laughs> clarified. No, but I mean, it's it's like shot in, in like, it's like a huge thing. Is it a per- like a period piece? Period piece. Okay. Babe Ruth's in it. It's not like Babe Ruth, but the character Babe Ruth is in <laughs> it's it. Like re- <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that wouldn't have worked timing wise. But um, but it's like, a, it's like, a, it's based on a, a, a book, but yeah. Oh, well, I'll try it out. All right. Well, we had music this week that, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Hard transition, hard transition. That was smooth. <laughs> Mr. Smooth. Subtle. Yes. Um, so you gave me country. I gave you noise. <laughs> that is factually accurate. Uh, I think you could argue whether mine was country, but, uh, yes. I'm not going to argue with you about the noise. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go ahead and get this party started. You gave me Chris Stapleton yep. traveler. Um, multi-platinum artist, Chris Stapleton. So evidently doing my research, he came out of fucking nowhere, right? As an artist, as an artist, um, as a so, songwriter, he did not, he so, was, he was world renowned. Yeah. So he wrote he, for, he wrote for a lot of other people. Yep. Um, so it was funny because, um, a couple years ago, uh, we were walking downtown in Little Rock and I get stopped by this lady and she was like, Oh my God are you, I'm like, what? She thought I was him because oh, really? yeah, because I, I, I didn't know who he lo- who he was or whatever. And then I looked up a picture. I'm like, not really. I have a big beard like him, but that's right. really about it. And then yeah. I was more or less like, am I that fat? <laughs> like, <laughs> You'll be pleased to know that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, that's the, that was the, the start of you getting in shape. and Oh my God. I was like, Jesus, I gotta, I gotta, like nip this shit in the bud. But anyways, yeah. So you gave me traveler, Chris Evelyn, uh, his first album. I think, is it, no, is this, is this his first one? Yeah, it was his first one. Okay. Um, it was, this was a tale of two cities album wise for me. Yeah. Uh, first half was not country. It was very bluesy. Yep. It was very, um, I almost kind of thought of it like R and B, vocals laid over blues slash steel guitar. Yep. Um, that's what I, I, a, a few songs in, um, specifically it started running around, uh, fire away, Tennessee whiskey, uh, parachute. I was like, man, this is like, this is like Southern R and B, but by a okay. white dude. Yep. Um, and then at about, um, Daddy doesn't pray anymore. Yep. Like, oh, we're country now. Yes. <laughs> it's like, yes. it's like, okay. Um, so a couple songs stood out. Um, the devil named music. Yes. Like that one. Um, where's the other one? Um, might as well get stoned. Might as well get stoned. I mean, I yes. mean not implying anything, but yeah, you know, yeah. a song is a song. <laughs> right. Um, when I was 26, that one, that one was a really good one as well. Um, that is Steve and I's favorite Chris Stapleton. Really? Yeah. Um, th- this was a good, I mean, outlaw stay of, state of mind. Yeah. Um, really, he, he does that in concert and he, he starts with, uh, Skinnerd. Yeah. Uh, Freebird. Yeah. Uh, I know, but he <laughs> sings the first time. I know. Did you hear the disgusting? <laughs> I did. But, uh, that's the one we saw live in little rock. 
and he plays Freebird for. Where did he play at? Little Rock. Played it uh, sold out at, at Verizon. Oh, really? Wow. And like as a headliner or as the main act? Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. He, he's a big deal. And so he uh, sang about a minute and a half of Freebird. And, uh, and, and then, then everybody booed and then like, no. Oh. And then nobody sang along. If you can't tell, South. I really don't like Leonard. Stanford. No, but nobody sang along. And then, um, no, wait, 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 hold up. Nobody sang. even I would know the rules that you have to sing along. Nope. To free nobody birth. sang along. Nobody stood up. They, they all looked at me like I was crazy. Cause I know the rules of the South that you're, you have to sing along to Leonard Skinner. And then he sings that song. It, he does. He's his voice is real deal live. By the way, his voice is Real deal, life. solid voice. Oh, solid. his voice is real deal. Like life. that's what I'm saying. Like he oh, no, he had some life. he had some R and B roots in that voice. But there's some of those guys that are mixed to have that voice. Yeah. But his his voice live is real deal. Really? Oh cool. yeah. So that being said, I know you. I mean, not hit the mic. Wow, I, I hate people who hit the mic. <laughs> I know you are a deep cut guy. You yeah. like those deep cuts. I do. I like popular songs. So you're going to go Tennessee whiskey. I'm going to go Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey is just a fabulous song. Yeah, I, the, I mean, the tone, the, the tone to it, um, the the lyrics. I mean, you realize he didn't write it, right? So he, no, I did not realize that. Right. So he writes all these big fucking songs for big everybody, fucking songs. and then his number one song isn't one he wrote. No, it's like written by like uh, Waylon Jennings or somebody. It's, oh, it's like, it's like some deep and it's been recorded a bunch of fun, but his take on oh, yeah, that. So this, so that's not, so that's a cover. It's a cover. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yes. So who, okay. I didn't. Okay. That's cool. Well then he did. I like his rendition because that's the only one oh, I've it's ever a heard. Killer version. Okay. Oh, it's just a spectacular version. And if you ever have a chance, uh, JT and him do, uh, you talking about Jared Trudeau, uh, Jared Trudeau or Justin Timberlake. <laughs> okay. Do a, a live performance where the two of them sing Tennessee whiskey together, okay. and then they sing. We have his, uh, he's from Tennessee, right? Yeah, he's yeah. from Memphis. And then they do. Justin Timberlake has a song that's a pop song, but it's called "Drink You Away." Mm. And then they do that in the same style as Tennessee whiskey, and it is uh, as live performances go. Those two together, who yeah. are just top-notch performers. Yeah. You go. Oh, I'd love to see Justin Timberlake live. Oh, I would too. But those two sing those. So they go Tennessee whiskey and then they go drink you away. Mm-hmm. And the two of them together, you just go, well, fuck me. <laughs> it works. That is awesome. <laughs> right. Cause Timberlake is, is just, I know you're not a country fan, but Timberlake with Garth Brooks we'll singing, that away. uh, um, sings, uh, singing, uh, Garth Brooks, um, Friends in Low Places and yeah. Timberlake doing that with Garth Brooks is just some gr- some of the great like theater because the two of them are so awesome performers. Mm-hmm. Timberlake's amazing. I mm-hmm. just I reg- it was so damn expensive to see him here. It was like five hundred because you know I know people say well you can go sit in the ble- like in the upper rafters. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I don't want to sit up there with those peasants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't come out like I hoped. But it was like six hundred bucks on the floor. Yeah, and you're just going. I'm not sitting on six hundred bucks. Yeah. But Timberlake would be one of those guys. I'd buy a couple of humidors. You would. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I really, I like that song. Uh, but so I guess it makes me feel a little better that it's a, a cover because I do really like covers. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was solid, solid fucking song. He is. Um, yeah. And it's a big time country song. It's like, it's, it's, um, it's one of those classics. So you gave me Mars Volta, Francis the Mute. 
Now, um, I'm not familiar with Francis and why he's mute. But I think it's because this album is full of a lot of fucking noise. <laughs> maybe he does the. Uh, maybe he's the. Maybe he's the one that does helps with uh, Nick and Gator over on the. Uh, he might. Right. <laughs> oh yes, that could be. <laughs> that now it all comes together. Come full circle. Um, it does. Um, so first of all, this is an hour and seventeen minutes. It is a longer one. It is a longer one, and um, this is an early album from Mars. Yes, I think this is their sophomore sophomore album. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, um, I I like that you refer to them in high school uh, or in. in Well, come on, that's music. That's just their sophomore album. Sure, 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 sure. But it's weird because you never really hear them say like this. I was trying to figure out. No, you don't. It's never their. It's it's always it's always just sophomore. It's their postgraduate degree album. (laughs) Yeah, this is when they got their doctorate. This is their doctorate album. Um, (laughs) Um. and I was trying to figure out if, um, because the, they, some of it's in English and some of it's in another language. It's in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the two main guys, they're multilingual. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, um, these guys have talent and they're fucking weird. <laughs> That's a- understatement well yes it's a nice way to put it yes Yes. um and um they need a producer in the bad a bad way because somebody at some point they need rick rubin who says well they're not gonna play that on the fucking radio right you know because the last song is 32 minutes right apparently they don't (laughs) don't care about that long no it's that long is it really that long dude there's five songs it's an hour and 17 minutes there's got to be a 32 minute song (laughs) So, so I'm just, just saying the math. So much visceral hate. No, I really liked the yeah. part of it. They're very talented. No, I mean, I told you, it, it, it's a progressive album. And you actually gave me permission at some point to skip, which I took <laughs> in the first, uh, the second and third listen, I took advantage of that. Yeah. Because it is. I mean, like, because uh, the, like the, the, the first song has like three minutes of just like banging on and pots. noise. And yeah, just, yeah. yeah. And Miranda the Ghost just isn't wholly something, whatever that is a, um, there's a, there's a minute of bird noise to start the song. So I thought actually the album was over the first time yeah, because it had gone on for quite a while at that point. Um, but then it, it kicked into some stuff. There's two songs that I really liked I, I, when they played music. And I mean that literally, um, they were tight and actually there were some good lyrics in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I liked a couple songs on this. Um, La Via La Vasquez mm-hmm. and um, Cassandra uh, Gemini, I liked very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I may have, because there, uh, there's two Francis the Mute albums, so there may be six songs on one of the versions, or there's more versions. Um, there's more songs on another. So on the Spotify version, there's 12 songs. Yeah, and I didn't listen, so I didn't listen to some of these because I listened to the one that's, and it's an hour and seventeen minutes. So I, I, I so on the I original CD because I have the extra CD, it. I think it is like five, five or six songs. Because okay, here's what it is: um, they have, um, the uh, like the uh, last like, song like, is broken like up. Femin, mm-hmm. fe, keep hitting the mic. You you you've jinxed me. Femin, feminine pulse is one, but then it has like a sub song. That's how it's written out on the, uh, on, okay. the, on the CD. So I listened to the whole album. Okay. 
Uh, I like Cassandra of the Gemini. There were weird breaks. And to be mm-hmm. honest with you, there was a lot of noise in that song. Yeah. So the last 32 minutes is actually the last bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the song that I'm actually going to decide on is La Via La Vasquez. And here's why. Because that is my favorite song. On the album. Um, actually, that's my favorite song by Mars Volta. It is. There's the Spanish uh, uh, minute. Mm-hmm. That is tight, and it reminds me very much of what I enjoy about um, sort of that mm-hmm. salsa Spanish music, yeah. and it is very good. Yes. That album, that and then song is so good. They go into a minute of what is I love about Carlos Santana, and then mm-hmm. it's a minute of Carlos Santana that is excellent, mm-hmm. and then they go back to a minute of salsa music, mm-hmm. which is excellent. Yeah, and then they go into a minute of Carlos Santana, and that four minutes is really awesome. Yeah, and then they have a minute of banning on pots and pans. But but you see where I was talking about last week, oh. where Rodriguez Lopez can play. Oh my god! Yeah, no, I loved that song and enjoyed it and listened to it several times on its own. Yeah, and that song because of the interplay between the two styles, which are next to each other, because Carlos Santana is mm-hmm. very much right next to that salsa. Yeah. And the, the interplay of the Spanish and then the wordplay of the Carlos Santana mm-hmm. minute with the, um, uh, the we're, uh, cl- we're mining for claymores, mm-hmm. which was just a clever turn of phrase yeah. and all of that. I, that's the one I chose. They, uh, which I jokingly said to you before we started recording, um, they need Rick Rubin in the worst way. <laughs> and I know that's not what they're going for. Yeah. I know this is this is Laurie Anderson alternative. Like, this I'm going to bang on pots for two minutes yeah. and I'm being creative. And so so their, their original band at the drive-in was a lot like this, where it was a lot of that post-hardcore grunge kind of noise, but it they they transformed a little bit whenever they created the Mars Volta into more of just the... Like at the drive-in had songs. Mars Volta to me has experiences. Does, yeah. it, does that sound yeah. pompous? But you know what I mean? Right. Well, the funny part is uh, what I wrote down on my note card, which I don't have with me was they are, um, they're like fish. Okay. But they're more arrogant. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> right. Because they they they're like a jam band, but they're but they know they're really good at they're, what their music. They're more arrogant about it, yeah. which is impossible to think about <laughs> because uh, jam bands are so arrogant in their premise yeah. that it's like arrogance on top of arrogance, right? <laughs> it's like being super cocky, cocky, right? Yeah. Um, but that song was, I mean, to say that they. Um, don't have talent because at some point they digress into banging on pots and pans. Uh-huh. It's not true because that that four minutes is tight. Uh-huh. I mean, and the interplay between the salsa Spanish, which I don't speak, and the um, Carlos Santana, um, which I do speak Carlos Santana just yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, that but that interplay between those two was just brilliant. Yeah, I yeah, love I, I, oh, that song. Is great. I think they have like five or six albums now. That's my favorite song by yeah, that's them. a great song. So cool. I'm glad you like that one. So, uh, which one would you have chose on the uh, the Traveler? Uh, was it 26? It's my favorite okay. Chris Stapleton song. Although Outlaw State of Mind is um, yeah, 
Um, there's some the the opening lyrics of that song mm-hmm. about um, drinking and smoking and yeah. uh, 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 is a is a pretty cool lyric. Yeah. Um, but my favorite Chris Stapleton uh, uh, song he didn't actually sing. It's a Darius Rucker song, the comeback song, okay. um, which is uh, you know I'm a Darius Rucker fan, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, a I burn it, I burn a, a pot of coffee, and poured it down the uh, poured it down the drain like I did, did did our did did your love, which is, uh, <laughs> and Darius Rucker is you know just yeah. am- with his voice it's, it just comes off great so cool yeah so it was it was a good week for for music yeah I enjoyed uh, I enjoy when they got to playing their instruments mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it yeah. when they were banging on pots and pans and there was bird sounds <laughs> I thought to myself get back to playing your fucking instruments so this is an album that I haven't I want to get on vinyl just because I, this is one of those ones I think you have to experience yeah. without without changing the song yeah I want I want to get that it's going to be a double album it's got to be I mean, this one yeah oh yeah I'll bet it's you so it does. long yeah, oh, yeah. So. sure they um yep yeah the uh the rumor is that eric church released his first album our first song off the new album and uh it's rumored that he's about ready to release a double um his new song is uh stick that in your country song it's like a protest song in country music about how country music is particularly meaningless mm-hmm music and so he's so anti-country for band country yeah no no <laughs> right no his thing like is, i'm not even country guy and i know that right he's his first thing he probably is, ruffles so many feathers out oh, of yeah. nashville well no his, his i mean a couple of his main songs are like about how much he hates the music machine in nashville and then all of his fans get pissed off when he doesn't win awards from all those people that he told to fuck off <laughs> and, you, and you wonder why <laughs> right and i always go didn't he say that none of that matters but yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool i'm excited for the new album I'm it's taking, weird because there was a big article about think about no movies this summer. I know, like uh, bad, 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 bad boys for life. Or it's going to win like every award, right? If there is a movie, if there is an Oscar. Yeah, um, I mean they they've pushed back uh, that new Christopher Nolan, um, yeah. whatever tantric or whatever, yeah. whatever. It's not tantric, but uh, whatever it is. Yeah, there was uh, a couple weeks ago. There was there were. There's been a couple people hold concerts in traditional ways, and they got. Of course, crushed. lambasted, yeah, right. And for the record, rightfully so. Yes, that doesn't make sense. Um, but uh, Brad Paisley, who I'm a huge fan of, and if you, if you you do like country music, he's a great deal of fun because he's um, first of all a kick-ass guitar player, and he's humorous. As he does a song called First, where he says he talks about his first kiss to his first cousin. It's just he's got a great sense of humor. He's just this. <laughs> He, that's country. That's country. He, he has a song called Alcohol where he talks about uh, helping white people dance since uh, 19, 1945 or something. He's like this, he's, but he's great to see live. But what he did was like a drive-in show. Oh, okay. So he did it live. Like he was there and yeah. like people parked their cars and got out and everybody was socially distanced. That's cool. So maybe well, it's like we'll, a Dance Gavin Dance did the same thing last Friday where they, they got a lot of flack. Um, I don't think it was warranted, but they did a concert where it wasn't free. You, if you wanted to watch the concert, you had to pay like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. There's people doing that. And that's, I mean, that's no, I mean, because you got to think they're, they're doing this 
to make money. That's why you do all jobs. And and they're also not able to tour where they make the bulk of their money. So, I mean, I, I was busy on that Friday, so I couldn't do it, but I, I definitely would have, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands. So I would have, I would have bought it to support it. And I, so I saw some snippets of just songs and then I was like, damn, I really wish I would have got that. But yeah, it's cool seeing bands or, you know, they're adapting to, to stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things like, you just want to make sure you have the sound system though, because you can't like listen to it just on your laptop speakers. I mean, you either have to have the dynamic earbuds or, or whatever. So I'm, I'm totally cool with, uh, you know, bands and and artists in general. Got to find a way. Yeah. I mean, pay, support the bands. Just like what we've always said, support the people who support us. If you like the band that much, support them, support them. Like when I go to concerts, you know, they don't make a, a bunch of money off the record sales. They make a bunch of money off the merchandise and touring. touring. Yeah. So I always, even if the band is not one of my favorites, I'll buy a shirt just because I can always use more black shirts that are band related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's what I'll be doing. Well, I know uh, the Grand Ole Opry, which, you know, obviously every Friday and Saturday night mm-hmm. used to sell out the Grand Ole Opry has been doing Saturday night, but they Bass Pro has been sponsoring them yeah. and all that. Yeah, they had Arkansan. Uh, I, I know you. You may not know who this is. Tracy Lawrence is a big time country guy. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, I'm watching him. He sings a couple of my favorite songs. But you know, they've been doing advertising. So you, you, these people. I mean, Tracy Lawrence is set for life. I'm sure, yeah. right? Because yeah. he 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 did um, "Time Marches On" and paint one of my all time favorite songs, "Paint Me a Birmingham," which is still to today. Every time I hear that, he sang it at the closing uh, of the Opry show that was on broadcast. And I, I'm in my garage smoking a cigar weeping because that song yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. And, but you know, you got, they're either going to be advertising or they're going to act because these people, you know, I know you think, you know, that they, they've, they're set for life. Tracy Lawrence, maybe, but most of those people are not set for life. Yeah. Gans seven Gans. Yeah. Dance Gavin Gans is, is, is trying to make money and yeah. they, you just, they don't, they're a lot like people who've lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. They've lost their job yeah. yeah, and they don't make money on record sales. You know, one thing I've always wished I could do is I wish I could forget dance, Gavin dance so I can find them again and get that first reaction again. Yeah. You know, because it's that that's gone. But every time I listen to a song from them or some other band that I really enjoy, I still get that, that feel I get the, you know, when I get those goosebumps in my arms, like there's, there's nothing else like that. So I wish I could like, you know, maybe in the future, you know, when yeah. we're hooked up to the computer and to the you know, hardwired in, you know, we can get that experience, forget again. that memory so you can relive that memory again. Well, I, w- I always say, and I've, I've seen this, um, and I, for a while wasn't experiencing this, um, you know, as a live music guy, I, and I've seen people quote, post this on Facebook, um, you know, and, and when we were at, in, when we went back to our church last year in January and yeah. that first one, I'm standing in the middle of that concert and remembering, uh, you know, that first time since Vegas where yeah. I had said to myself, this is, you know, where the, that moment where I, this is what happy is. This is what, mm-hmm. this is what, that energy is of this is what I love doing and standing there with Paula and mm-hmm. um, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's crazy to think that music drives you to that, but it does for me. So, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am 100% with yeah. you. Yeah. 
And, it, it, you know, to think about when you first fall in love with an artist or, or, or an author or, mm-hmm. or, or a producer or a movie um, is a pretty cool moment, yeah. right? So, yep. So we, we've had a lot of cool things going on as, yeah. as we uh, c- continue. We talked about having some guests on, and we really, you and I have not sat down and talked about the collective smoke. Um, we've talked about it with other people on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I are, are, are moving, uh, um, forward with this. We're pretty excited about this. This is, yeah. this doesn't change what you and I are doing though. And I think no, that's no, the no, part no. we want to talk about. We're still doing reviews with LCC. We're still going to do other reviews. We're going to mm-hmm. expand our reviews. Yep. We're going to have guests on, I, uh, you and I were talking about, um, having some of, some of the people we've connected. I'd love to have, uh, cigars and soda on cause I mean, mm-hmm. that's, uh, we've been talking about it. We need to reach out to. Tacoma John, and I'd love to have him on. Um, maybe do a review of that protocol cigar he did. Yep. Um, uh, sent us that was pretty awesome. But we'd like to have uh, you know maybe another virtual herf maybe as a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we've been talking about the collective smoke for a while. Um, so what are you excited in particular about this? I'm I'm excited about so it's uh, four shows. It's us the straight cut. You have um, uh, you have. Uh, the Cigar Pulpit with Nick and Gator. Yep. You have The Good Cigar with Al and Melissa. And then you have uh, Down, down, to, the down to the Nub with uh, Tim, Tim and Brandon. Yep. What I like is like it's four shows all centered around cigars, first and foremost. We're centered around cigars? Yeah. Ish. Ish. But that is where it stops. Yes. After that, all four shows, they go off on their own direction. Yes. And it's cool because we, you know, we're not in competition with each other. We're all throughout the the continental U.S. Um, you know, we're in Arkansas. Good cigars in Texas. Yep. Um, uh, Pulpit is up in Missouri, uh, Illinois. Yeah, St. Louis area. Yeah. And then down the nub is split between Arizona and Southern Cal. Yep. Um, so I mean, we we have territory throughout the whole U.S. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're we're also we're, our shows are different. Yeah. Our, yeah, and all the shows are totally different. Yep. Um, you know, if, if you want the content that involves, um, with like, uh, manufacturers and like really cigar news and review and stuff, I definitely would to- point you towards, um, down to the nub. Yeah. They're it, really tight. If you like shows where it's cut up and comical and funny, you know, it's pulpit <laughs> for that yes um, because you've heard some of the, some sure. of the stuff you can call into their show <laughs> and ask them questions yeah. and they'll give you an answer whether they know it or not yes um so gator is the is the bomb yeah I, yeah um and so yes yep i can't i i want to get hooked up with gator for my own purposes <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah i'm gonna leave that right there <laughs> but it's like and then you have Al and Melissa where they have the, uh, the, is it the menage trois pairings between a uh, cigar and a drink? Shaquille, te- uh, Sha- uh, Shaquille, Sheila, 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 tequila. Apparently I can't say that. <laughs> right. But yeah, so it's, it's cool that, you know, we're all in the same family. Yeah. We're all just distant relatives kind of thing. Yeah. And I've, I've really enjoyed getting to know all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find them, uh, their show's very good, which I've known for a while. But I've gotten to know all of them behind the scenes, which you guys yeah. uh, are, you know, which has been nice. And so um, they're stand-up people. Um, they're they're straightforward people, which is great. 
Um, and we've had a lot of good laughs, um, mm-hmm. a lot of time at Gator's expense, which is unfortunate <laughs> for Gator um, on the cold retro. Um, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then I would say the other family that we have involved, because this is like the five families. So Martinez is doing some cool stuff with each show individually, along with uh, Nick Gervais, who was on our show a couple weeks ago with My Monthly. Yeah, Nick's a cool um, guy. So every show is kind of doing their own thing with them individually as well, and we are we are going to be the last show to do that. Yeah. Uh, so we have some cool stuff coming down the pipeline that we will start teasing later on in a yeah. week or two or so. Right now, the it is um, Al and Melissa. I think yeah. when this show drops, mm-hmm. their giveaway will be announced today. So yeah. we'll, we've been teasing, uh, we've been promoting their giveaway yeah. and it sounds so like they, they yeah. so after you listen to this one, hop over there to check yeah. out with them. Their, their podcast is hilarious. Yeah. Melissa well, yeah. is, is a hoot. <laughs> yeah. Al is a great straight yeah. man, but Melissa is great. And, uh, and that their podcast is really good. I've mm-hmm. enjoyed, um, getting to know them both on, on an affair. Yep. Um, I'm not a tequila person, although I enjoy it. Um, but they drink everything and they um they actually al and i drink or smoke a lot of the same cigars so we've been enjoying i've been enjoying hearing his reviews i want to i want to assume that they probably do every show like recording while they're in their pool you know just just like (laughs) like just set up like on the edge of the pool just kind of doing it um yeah it's it's a it's a cool collective of uh, you know, yeah. of shows that have, have come together for a bigger purpose. Yep. And obviously, and I talked about it earlier, um, we, we're, we love uh, my monthly where I'm looking forward to getting the first box. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. So also he did send us some, uh, the each bond by room one one Yep. And uh, I, I think that's in a bag out there. So it I is, can try it, it isn't a bag out there. I already smoked one. Um, damn. Like really? I never, never would have guessed that it was a bundle stick. Really? Um, really, really good. And, this, and these that he sent us, some really lovely age on it. Um, I really like that cigar. I'm so glad that he sent us two each because I once I smoked that, I, w- I didn't have that frame of mind like, damn, I can't smoke it again. I now have at least one more. Don't know when I'll smoke it, but... You know, we have that same thing with John. He, you know, he sent us four of the yep. uh, protocol Lanceros. So yep. that's, you know, again, yep. our listeners are fucking awesome. Yep. We, we, we love each and every one of you. Yeah. You, I mean, it's you, amazing. You, you get you, everybody out there who has sent us stuff, the generosity yep. is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we do this show for free because we love doing so, it. Uh, but yes. having stuff sent to us, it, it's awesome. So thank yep. you. So and we're we're getting uh, ready. So we're 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 talking about a couple things that we're starting to do on our side. Yes. And so the first thing we're doing, and we were talking about it beforehand, and we're going to talk about it publicly, is we're going to start doing the straight cut hats. Yes. And um, uh, so we're working on that, um, and um, uh, so that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. We have a longer term plan of making the straight cut shirts that will be as you um, suggested. And I think is just the killerest <laughs> idea. Um, the straight cut tour shirts. Yep. And that's our next thing. Yeah. And so, so, so the tour shirts, here's the idea that thought of music is a big bit for our show because you and I both love music love so it. much. Yep. When you see a band, it has that distinctive lettering. I mean, we got to make a shirt 
the straight cut shirt in that distinctive band lettering. So we want to do it in like uh, the Rolling Stones lettering or Metallica or the doors or Taylor Swift. We have Taylor Swift who dropped the album at midnight on Friday. Yeah. Which I'm really sad. I know that called folklore. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but (laughs) I got Music, I know it. I don't I, have to I, like it, but I know it. I haven't listened to it. Have you listened to it yet? Have you no, heard anything no, from it? I have not. I haven't heard it. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the things that we want to do is, you know, yep. almost be like collector's <clears throat> items kind of thing. You know, it, it's not going to happen right away, but it is. The hat on, is. Yeah, it is. But the shirts and stuff, it is It is at the top of our to-do list yep. um, along with some other stuff. You know, when it comes around to our time to do the prize pack with Martinez and with uh, my monthly. Um, I know Alan and Melissa did it where uh, they put in some of their personal collection stuff. Definitely uh, doing that. I would, I would want to do we're that. Do as, a hat. We're going to do that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, you know, you and I have a vast collection of stuff and we both like certain things and I want to, yep. whoever is, it will be distinctly the straight cut. But, um, and so, yeah, so absolutely you're going to get fired up about yep. that. And so we're, we're looking forward to that. We're last of the four. Yep. And then we're going to talk about after that, then we're going to point towards the, uh, the big, the big thing, the big, big, and then we'll talk about that. So we're, um, so we're again, again, talk- again, teasing, Yes, you gotta, you gotta tease it a little bit, but <clears throat> smoked last night or yesterday morning, um, one of the natural flat irons, which I actually really like, um, okay. although the Maduro is better, right? Um, um, I haven't had I haven't had the natural. I have yeah, uh, I do have I the natural in one. the Lancero. Well, no, I have to be no because Dave, Dave gave me gave yeah. me two, so I have the natural I was Lancero. Afraid you drop it? I did. I, I straight up dropped that. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I disrespected that cigar. <laughs> you did so bad. I'm so gonna punch you in the nuts for that. I know. So, um, but. Um, I'm I'm grooving on this. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'm going to say a, a couple things. Uh, Golden Age of Boutique Cigars, and there are we are living in it right now. Right now. So if you're not enjoying it, then uh, shame. We can't. You you can, you and I can't be friends. But <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll be your friend. But. Aaron will be your friend because he he needs friends. But uh, but the Martinez thing, I'm grooving on. I'm, I'm, I'm grooving on several. And you know, we haven't talked in a while about the Mike G. Smoked a Mike G yesterday or Friday morning yep. um, before work because I needed uh, to chill a little bit. Again, Man. somebody else who is going to be on the show oh, coming up. Yeah, we need to have Mike G on. Yep. Damn, that cigar is good. It is good. But um, the Martinez cigar um, for a cigar that's like 12 bucks, which mm. um, uh, is really reasonable for as oh, yeah. good as that 45 is. For a U.S. produced. U.S. produced out of New York City. I mean, you know, you don't have to be a Jets fan to smoke it. Um, <laughs> so or Giants or a Giants fan, even though they even though both teams play in New Jersey, that's true. Actually, <laughs> um, it's such a great cigar. So um, I did the one thing I did want to because we we actually said the price was I had the price wrong and it, it's like a twelve dollar cigar, mm. such a reasonable cigar. I'm looking forward to you getting them here so that I can buy them. Yep. So here. Um, but we're, we're excited about that. I wanted to talk about the collective smoke, just you and I, yeah. um, I'm really fired up about the hats and we need to, uh, we need to figure out the, um, how to get those, uh, uh we're, we're, we're figuring out how yeah. to get those yeah. made logistics. You and I are both ball cap guys, so yeah. you can expect them not to be straw hats or anything like that. Where yeah. It's going to be baseball hats, Yeah, baseball hats, you know, and it, again, like I, they're going to be pink. I wear, yeah, I mean, I'll rock a pink. Um, <laughs> I wear a hat. 
every day, all day, except when I'm sleeping and taking a shower and stuff like that. Um, the only <laughs> time I don't wear a hat is when a, I'm going to a funeral or B when I'm going to a wedding. Yeah. So even then, like I actually Mo wanted me to wear a hat, a different style hat, of course, but, um, I just, I have a big forehead. (laughs) You do have a big forehead. It's just, but yeah, I'm I'm a hat guy. I've always been a hat guy. Always will be a hat guy. I'm surprised at this moment. You have not brought up that you and Marielle made the cigar aficionado. I touched on last week. Did you really? Yeah. But okay. yeah, I made, I, yeah, okay. we, we kind of, I guess made, I forgot or you weren't listening. Jeez. Well, just cause you're talking, part, what kind of partner are you? I'm a, I'm a typical partner inquiry within for a new partnership. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no. Yeah. It was cool. Like, uh, yeah. So we had two members here made it. I was impressed that they spelled our names wrong because we have very, both of us have very, well, actually they spelled your names, right? You were, you Oh yeah. 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 They, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I was impressed. They, they didn't spell that wrong because both, <laughs> we both have very, uh, different names. Um, just like you, you have a different last name as well. Um, so any, you, yes. Cause we're not related. Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, it was cool having that. What the hell? Someone just fell. Oh, my car. Oh, the, the, the questionnaire card just fell. I in read my lap. It. Yeah. That's a bad one. Uh, eh, well, you know, <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, it was, uh, it was cool to see them in there, but, um, but we are excited about the collective yep. smoke. Yep. We're very excited about the partnership with Nick, uh, my monthly cigars, um, and uh, Dave Martinez. and Jesus. Yeah. Yep, Dave and Jesus, and they are definitely going to be on. Oh, speaking of that video that you sent me, um, yes, gave me chills. Yeah. That was so cool. We'll yeah. we got to post that some. We're, we'll post it on our Facebook or something. Yeah. Um, awesome, and that was produced like six or seven years ago. Yeah. Um, Wow, that was a really cool artistic. I saw that on the final third um, uh, blog. Okay, it was just in, just out uh, surfing the webs. Okay, and uh, Rob Boylan's final third uh, blog, which by the way, if you have not seen his blog, mm-hmm. um, it's very tight. Which, if you listen to Nick, you know he goes by Broccoli Rob. Broccoli Rob, right? Um, and um, just struggle with nicknames. Um, and so, um, he goes by broccoli, Rob. Um, um, and I saw the video, his reviews are very good. So I enjoyed them. And so, um, but I saw the video and I went uh, like, and I sent it to you instantly because I watched it in the same way. And I went, well, I'll be damned. Yeah, It's like a six minute video and it just shows like their, their process rollers and just like people in the lounge or not not in the lounge, just in the shop, just enjoying life in a shop. And it was, yeah, so cool. It made me want to get my ass up there even faster than I want to just so I can experience that. And, you know, I would like to try to roll a cigar just to see if I'm any damn good at it because I'm good with my hands. I've, I've, I've always been a builder. Mm. I just, I don't know if I could do something like that. I would, I want to flip the joke. That's not what she says. (laughs) I can't believe she told you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you didn't have to confirm it. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, we've, we've definitely, um, definitely, uh, that video was very cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we'll, we'll post that because it, it is, it's something that everybody needs to see. Yep. But, well, while we're talking about cigars, let's, uh, touch on these cigars one last time before we give new music for next week and do the questionnaire. Yep. 
Uh, so uh, getting a lot of cocoa out of this. Yes, I'm not getting the sweetness um, that is. I, I got I got the, I got more sweetness in the front. Yeah, uh, in the first third. It's been a dry cocoa. Or it is a uh, or a uh, a white pepper cocoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> white. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. No. Yeah, I mean, this is a solid, solid Maduro. I solid. Re- I really like a Maduro that has this. It's not it's, it's not super overpowerful. It's no. nice. I mean, this is definitely a three-quarter, two-full, probably more on the three-quarter side. Yeah. Um, solid three-quarter. It's not it's not Actually, you know, solid. I would go, I wouldn't even do oh, three-quarter to full. I would go mid to three-quarter yeah, that too. favors three-quarter. Yeah, um, I'd say solid three-quarter, just three-quarter. Yeah, th- I mean, it's really, really good smoke. Um, it, it's slight toothiness, not a whole bunch like we've talked about, like on the 45 or the right. or the, the Romeo. Um, it does have a little bit of texture to it. It's a very nice, veiny, dry uh, wrapper, um, but it does. I like the looks of it. Again, you know, the that dark richness with that seafoam green wrapper or the binder or damn it the seafoam green band um yeah really works well uh with just just it's aesthetically pleasing i i I do like that a lot i struggled a little getting the wrapper off but it came off fairly clean yeah because it is it's a fake double band so it is a little weird um but it i mean it didn't nothing it's not mars volta word (laughs) nothing is really mars volta weird Lori anderson is except for mars volta maybe yes um it's been enjoyable yeah it is a, it's not a super complex cigar it's no. not moving all over the place it's not the roller coaster ride but it's been a nice ride it's a solid solid smoke solid smoke i would i would rate it a solid uh you know uh middle of the road maduro yeah, yeah it's good i mean i've i've had better maduros i've had worse maduros but this is a good maduro that if, if you want a Maduro where you, you're just getting into the Maduro realm, this is a good one to go. To it's go not with. overpowering, that's no, for sure. Yeah, it, it's it, nice flavor. It's not going to knock in your ass. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a solid, solid Maduro. I really like this. Yeah. And I think they're, I mean, they're, they'd be considered boutique-y. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, you know, you and I, boutique nuts. Um, if anybody else out there is boutique nuts, try it out. Because yeah. uh, we definitely have it here and at our Conway shop. Yeah, so. definitely. All right, so... Music-wise for this week, what do you give me? So I've debated a couple things, and you you expressed a strong uh, dislike for Rod Stewart, which, of course, <laughs> uh, drove me to consider The Faces, which is one of my favorite bands, um, The Small Faces and The Faces. But I went away from that. Okay. We were having a conversation Friday night about um, on um, Discord with the LCC guys about um, – Bands we'd seen in music, and we were talking Yes and um, Rush and all of that. And somebody had brought up seeing The Pretenders. Okay. Who I am um, a huge Chrissy Hines fan. Are you familiar with The Pretenders? I am not. Okay. So I'm going to give you The Pretenders, The Pretenders, which is their first album. Okay. Chrissy Hines is one of the badass rock chicks in the world. And I use that. Let me see if it is on Spotify before we get to the pretender. If pretenders, pretenders isn't on Spotify, they should close it the fuck down. This is a rock album. This is not, this is not candy cane. This is like a big time album. And I think it's, I mean, you might as well listen to it expanded and remastered. Okay. Yeah, I think the remastered is what like automatically defaults yeah. to all the stuff. 
The original album was released in 1982. Okay. Cool. So, okay. So again, Spotify says January 11th, 1980. 80. An hour and 34 minute song. Oh, this is the, this has some live versions to it and demos. All right. So I'll stop, uh, at, uh, looks like last song should be swinging London. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably right. Okay, cool. All right. Cool. I will do that. Man, that's a lot of songs on there. But uh cool. They're tight. They're not bang, bang pots at the end. These are three minute songs. <laughs> so you are going to get a nineties album this week from me. Okay. I know it's on Apple. Um, because it is one of my favorite bands, and this is my favorite concert I've ever seen. Okay. You are getting 311 Transistor. Came out in 97, I think. So, again, it's a long album. I don't want to say long album. It's a lot of songs. They did this as a double al- double album in 97. I think it's like 21 songs. Um, but they're average, like three. Marked explicit. Oh, no. You're Virgin Ears. Is it? Start with the song Transistor? Yes. Okay. And it ends with something else. <laughs> stealing Happy Hours? Yes. Okay. Is it Stealing Happy Hours? It's on mine. Uh, yep, that's it. So an hour and four minutes, 21 songs. That's not bad. Hour and five minutes. Jeez. We just can't get our shit right, can we? Apple, Spotify, get on the same page. So, all right. So the Pretenders and 311 on this week. Uh, this is our last week for Who's our next stuff. Week? Uh, I don't know yet. I haven't had anybody. I have a few in mind I'm going to ask. Um, but once this comes out, if you want us to listen to an album, um, I'll just go first person to drop into my DMs uh, gets it. So I don't care what it is. It's we do this stuff to broaden horizons. You can see what we listen to. Okay. If you want to give us Mongolian throat music or whatever, just let us know <laughs> if it's on Spotify, I'll do it. Um, and Apple music. So I'm thinking I'm actually going to create another account just for us, just to make sure that we're the, on the same we're, one. We're on the same one. Yep. But yeah, so uh, as of right now, I don't have anybody. So we'll just do that. First person to drop into, uh, to give us an album, uh, they'll be up next. Uh, I do have a couple other ones like lined up, but that's later on down the show or down, down the road, down the road. Yep. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap this bad boy up. Bad boy. With everybody's favorite game. You get into the psyche of Mark and I, which, uh, God help you. (laughs) I need all the help I can get million dollars. But every time you're asked to donate money, your body will suddenly launch into into space at supersonic speed, re-entering Earth's atmosphere, atmosphere, and crash land with only minor injuries. <laughs> now let me read that again so I can speak properly. Say the word atmosphere correctly. Your body will suddenly launch into space at supersonic speed, re-entering Earth's atmosphere and crash land with only minor injuries. Uh, hell yeah. I can, I, what, what's minor injury? Like a, a, a bruised rib, a, a, a small concussion. I've had plenty of those. That sounds fun. 
for a million dollars? I mean, how many times do you get asked? Do you get asked for money? I mean, I guess around Christmas time would suck. Yes, <laughs> you're, you're you're walking every up. time you go into Target or Walmart or anything. <laughs> you're you're walking up. Does to, that count when they just ring the bell and they don't ask you for money? Yeah, I don't think they're asking you. They're just saying they're they're making their presence known. I probably yes, I guess. I mean, that'd be fun. You got to admit that. No. What? I don't have to admit that would be fun. Um, it'd be pretty. I mean, it'd be pretty. Like, would you have like flames like coming out of your butt or something? Like, how do you get propelled? I mean, there's got to be propulsion somehow. You can go Superman and go. I suppose. That'd be fun. It doesn't actually have to be fun. Didn't say it'd be painless. <laughs> no, I mean, it'd be minor, it minor injuries. injuries. Okay, what do you consider a minor injury? Um, Is a minor injury... Scrapes and cuts, I yeah. guess. Minor broken fingers and toes. I would say a minor injury is something that doesn't involve a hospital visit. I mean, so, if you break your toe, you're going to the hospital. Like, if I cut myself at work, I mean, or get a splinter, that's a minor injury. I'm not going to the hospital. Cutting myself, it depends. I mean, I've had to go to the hospital once and out of my whole career. I mean, yes, I suppose, minor injuries. Um, you could avoid people. You could put yourself not in situations where people would ask. Um, now that I'm not going to work every day, I'm working from at home, I don't get asked for money that much. I mean, do you get asked for money a lot in the office? Um, like little Timmy is doing a bike ride for charity. Can you donate 10 cents for a mile? Is that I get some. Okay. What about, okay, if you have a coworker that is selling candy bars for little Susie, is that asking for money? But you're getting a transaction. That's not really asking for money, though. I don't know. Does it count like you buy stuff? So where's your money, sir? It probably doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't count. It's paying. Yeah, I, I would say is. I would say if you're if you're buying something at a, at a Best Buy, and they always say, "Would you like to donate a dollar to Children's Hospital?" Then you're That's being right. asked, you're being asked for money, and then you just shoot away. So you you leave your stuff, and then they restock it. But then also, so you can't buy it. But but then also, do like do you Come shoot? Back. Do you shoot through the building? Like, is there a mark size hole in the ceiling? Well, that would suck for them. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're not going to get really hurt. You're just going to have minor injuries. I don't know. It's your game. Don't look at me. <laughs> You're really adding content. I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> no worries. That's my job. Um, Quit gaslighting your favorite show. <laughs> yes. Um, I suppose I do it. Um, I probably get asked for money more than I would think. I would have to really, I'm sort of walking through that. Would you like to round up for Children's Hospital? Would you, I mean, you get asked for money, I guess, probably more than Okay, you what think. if you're sitting at, you're, you're driving along on Canis. And somebody like says. And, and the panhandlers on the corner. And they have a, a sign. sign. But is that, that's asking. Would though. you cause a, a mark size hole in your car? Maybe the car goes with you. Would it get destroyed? Because it doesn't say your car would be fine. <laughs> it just says you would have minor injuries. <sighs> I'm still good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it. I guess we just have to see, wait and see. Yeah, probably not work out like you hoped. <laughs> like nothing else does. <laughs> nothing else does. Nothing else matters. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, probably yes. Yeah. I was, it, there's so many caveats to that one. I feel like 
you would, you, you would learn you would, as you go. Right. You'd end up in a cabin <laughs> in the woods <laughs> because you'd have to. Um, but yeah. So yeah, probably yes, because and once again, a million is not that much, but yeah, I suppose you would have to say yes based on the limited set of facts that you have. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not eating like a jar of mayonnaise bad. It's just your shoot off. It feels like it should be worse. I just, fuck. I would. Feels like it's mayonnaise is worse. Mayonnaise (laughs) is way worse. Way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no thinking of gagging. Well, maybe, maybe it's going to end up worse there. Um, yeah, no, probably not, but, uh, uh, I'm probably going to take it. So a couple things before we end. Um, uh, we mentioned Greg last week, and he had a pretty big milestone this week. He lost 100 pounds. Awesome. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's, so that's, as I referred to him on Friday night, that's a small Asian woman. <laughs> yeah. So uh, congratulations to our friend uh, for doing that. I know what's involved in losing weight um, and want to encourage him to, to, to keep, keep going. Um, so that's the first thing. Second thing is, um, especially in a time like now where there's just a lot of people just sitting yeah. around doing nothing. That's, well, he's not, he's working his yeah. ass off. He's, he's, he's been busting his ass and I know that. Um, so, and you know, we, we talked about, you know, all that's going on with him, but mm-hmm. he's, he's been changing his life for the better. And, yeah. uh, congratulations to all those people who've taken this moment during all the tough things that have been going on to make positive changes. Yep. Um, because, uh, um, because I know it's hard right now and, uh, I'm, I'm impressed and I note it. And, uh, <clears throat> we, we had the virtual herf on Friday nights cause we do. And mm-hmm. it was a pretty good group and it was, a yeah, y'all went into what, like two 30 in the morning, two 30 in the morning on Friday night. And it was a bunch of guys being guys talking and it wasn't a bunch of guys bullshitting and teasing each other. It was a bunch of guys talking about really deep guy stuff yeah, yeah. about being men and, uh, supporting each other. And, uh, as, as is want with, uh, uh, conversations with me, um, we, we talked about loss and, um, supporting each other and we, and there was tears shed and support had and, uh, uh, love expressed yeah. and, uh, could not have loved those guys more that night. Um, because, uh, there was a lot of uh, cool conversations yeah. besides music and cigars and all that yeah. stuff. Um, and that's what, makes that's this what community. I love about yeah. the cigar community yeah. and those guys that night. Um, I had a rough week last week. I know you did as well, my friend. Um, and it was tough yeah. and it was, I was frustrated and I was aggravated at the end of the week. It was just normal. We, I mean, it was, I'm yeah. not complaining about my job, which has been, I'm blessed. Um, but it was just, I was aggravated. Yeah. So, and then I had a night like that, and I was reminded of why I smoke cigars and hang around with the people I do, because yep. they were um, totally fucking awesome. And uh, so just just calling out those guys. I know some of them listen to the podcast. Some of them probably don't. But um, it was uh, calling out friends who were there for me, probably didn't know that I needed that that night, but I sure as hell did, and yep. I, I, I appreciate it. Um the other thing is, um, you and I had a special morning, even though we weren't together. We need to yeah. start doing that again. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that, but uh, Manchester United did not win the thing, so Reed's going to be all happy because um, Liverpool. Well, did. it's been twenty three years. For- thirty. It's been thirty years. Thirty <laughs> years uh, since Liverpool. So all all credit to 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 
to uh, to Liverpool, who looked phenomenal this year. I, I texted him uh, Wednesday. I was like, it hurts me that I have to root for you. <laughs> they boy, they were good this year. Yeah, boy, they were really, really good. Yeah. And I heard somebody complain that they were arrogant, and I. My standard answer is professional athletes, when they're at the top of the game, they have every right to be. They're arrogant. That's yeah. the point. That's how, they get, that's how they get there. They, oh, they walk on the field arrogant. That's what, that's what a really good professional team does, <laughs> by the way. It's like you have to ride that line between cocky and confident really yeah. well. And and call out the young American, uh, Christian Pulisic, Man. and Chelsea's team. Good who is God, what a great player. Yep, who made the Champions League as well as our uh, Glory Glory Man United, who also made the Final Four. Um, I was thrilled, which we 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 finished above Chelsea. We did, um, we did on goal differential, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll beat, take it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, Especially because you know we are United fans. You know, it, it seems to be the easy caveat to be a Man United fan, uh, but we've been Man United fans. I've been a fan for twenty plus years. Yeah, ten years for me. So. Um, and I've told the story about the lady calling me a devil down in Austin. And I go, mm-hmm. well, I could see the games. Um, yeah. uh, I do think uh, one thing I, I wanted to tell a funny story. I know we're wrapping up. Um, there was a bet made at the beginning of the season that Je- uh, Jesse Lingard, did you hear this? <laughs> I did. He's, Jesse so- Lingard would not score a goal during the premier uh, season. Mm-hmm. And they got, what was it? 350 to one on that. Yeah. I forget and, how much he put down and he put down some money. And so Jesse Lingard did not play today until the final 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah, he was subbed in at like the 87th minute, something yeah. like that. Came in, and the goalie basically got lazy yep. in the last two minutes. Yep. And Jesse Lingard stole the ball from the goalie. Yeah, and, in the and box. Sc- in the box and scored, and basically costing that guy several thousand dollars. And, and I giggled. Yeah. And Paula goes, I don't understand. And I said, some guy just lost six grand because mm-hmm. that goalie got lazy and she, and I had to tell her the story and she goes, I don't understand. And I said, that's fine. In the nine, in the 90th plus eight minutes, literally the last Action few of the seconds game. of the game. Right. And it was basically the bet was that Jesse Lingard wouldn't score the whole season. Mm-hmm. He didn't play today mm-hmm. and he came in in the last few minutes mm-hmm. and he stole the go- ball from the goalie and scored the goal. I, so the guy, I feel like Lingard has plenty of money. I feel like he should maybe pay him a little bit, but at the same time, he bet that he would not score. Why would you pay so, him? Yeah, against him? That's the right. devil's advocate in me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Jesse Lingard at this point is drinking Dom somewhere, you, you, flipping that guy off. I want I want to I want to believe that Lingard went up to, you know, uh old gunner and be like, "You got to let me try." And then went to the went to the uh Casper <laughs> Schmeichel and said, Let me score so that we can yeah. fuck this guy together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because they were already out because it was I mean, yeah. we were gonna win. Over. Yeah, we were gonna win no matter we, what. We well we, 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 we were going into yeah. champions no matter what. Um but yeah, it's just like <laughs> I saw that and I was like, Oh, well, you oh. know that guy had to flinch. Oh. Well, Jesse comes on because Jesse's not playing. Guy comes on, the guy has to think I'm safe. And the guy comes on, and he's going, oh, okay, well, all I have to do, Jesse hasn't been very good this year. Mm-hmm. And then and then that freak accident happens yeah. at the end of the game. So yeah. That's why you always say advance the ball. Advance the ball. Always keep pressure keep because pressure. of that very reason right there. Yeah. yeah so I, I had a celebratory cigar. I had the um, uh, the Uno. Yeah, I saw that. It was really good. It was. Enjoy that. But, yeah, so we made it Champions League, and everybody else can kiss my ass because we're finally back to where we belong. <laughs>
Even though we didn't win. We didn't and win. City and beat, we were nowhere and, close. And City was above us. But when we came back after this weird stop transition, we were the best league by best team in the league by far. I think you could argue that we were the team with we, the most to gain, along with Chelsea. 14 unbeaten games. Um, Bruno Fernandez is a beast. Our underclassman um, is, I mean, we're getting on getting to a soccer tangent right now. We are. Um, but they I mean, played well. Mason Greenwood. Oh, my God. The, the future looks bright. Yeah, it does. You know, I know you're still kind of, I know you don't like so, uh, old Gunner Solskjaer. I know you don't I like do him. not. I do because he does see what we have in the academy and the the academy team is, you know, pulling along, you know, Lingard is getting older. Uh, Pogba, does he want to be there? Does he not want to be there? Who the hell knows? Um, you know, Martial is good, but you know, he's not going to be young forever kind of thing, but we are seeing the academy players step up into bigger roles. Yeah. I'm, I'm encouraged by the team. They need to invest a little more in the defense. Yes, and I, and I think and I do not I think, have enough depth on the defense and in the midfields. I'm not a Maddich fan. I know everybody mm. else is. I'm just not. Um, I mean, and Harry Maguire's, and you know, he's great. I, actually, Maguire's fine, yeah. but he just needs some more talent around him. But I think with us going into champions, we're going to people acquire are going to we're going to acquire some. How about uh, Johnny Evans' red card at the end? Oh, that man, that was brutal. That was I mean, brutal. He straight up took out his shin. Oh man, he straight, was lucky he didn't get hurt. Straight red. I mean, spikes Tomine. spikes up into. Because I'm a huge Tomine fan. Yeah, I mean, pe- people always say, "Oh, they flop, they flop." If you see that clip, it was a tough one. I mean, that was that was that looked rough. I mean, spikes up into the into the. Calf I know Johnny shin Evans area. was frustrated, and yeah. I, I know you know he used to be a Man U fan, yeah. so it was tough, but. Enough with the soccer fan uh, talk. I know there's, uh, I know a mayor actually talked about maybe uh, the Rangers moving into a professional league. Um, there was a tweet this week or an okay. Instagram post about yeah. that. And then I'd really like to see the Rangers start playing again. I know yeah. that it's, it's odd times. For the, yeah. The season is kaput, but uh, yeah, I'm encouraged by that and looking forward to them playing next year. So. Know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that soccer will get bigger in the States. Um, you know, the MLS is tracking not the best right now. It's been an odd mix of timing on yeah. the MLS reboot. I mean, the what sucks is like they rebooted the same time as baseball, and then you're about to start having the, yeah. the basketball playoffs happen. Got golf really? going I've on. I've been following the basketball. Stuff. Yeah, they're, they're starting back up. So it is. I mean, it sucks. But as soccer fans out there, which there are dozens of us. Dozens. Um it's making a, it's making, maybe even dozens. Maybe even, it, we're, we're coming along. Yeah. So cool. All right. So again, thanks to everybody who sent us stuff this week. Yep. Uh, John, we're getting ready to Nick. return mail bomb because yes. I've, I've been accumulating a list that I need yep. to send you. So, uh, yeah. So thanks again, everybody out there who, you know, gives us, you know, two hours of their time throughout the week to listen yep. to this we shit show. <laughs> we, we do. We appreciate everybody. We love everybody out there. Um, follow and listen to the other podcasts that we talked about, the good cigar, yep. uh, down the nub and uh, cigar pulpit after you listen to us, of course, yep. follow um, Insta- on Instagram, us straight cut, the straight, uh, the straight cut on Instagram. Also the collective smoke on Instagram, yep. um, follow everybody on there, the be, up, yeah, the- be up to news on everything. Martina cigars, uh, my monthly, uh, all them. We got some cool, cool shit lined up. Uh, in the near future, not only with us, but also the collective smoke as well. I'm going to keep it on my mic just like Mark did all last week. Uh, <laughs> all right. 
We'll see everybody next week. Be good. Later.